0: Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. This episode will be a basic text study and commentary. The aim is to provide insight to and context of the material within our basic text, Narcotics Anonymous. This is not a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. However, there will be some similarities in how the study will be conducted. Each study will have the audio recorded and then published to the Anonymous Podcast. The overall goal is to provide commentary of the basic text towards reaching those seeking a resource like this. If one person benefits from our efforts, including us, then our participation will be well worth the effort. We're gonna have introductions and then we'll jump into the text. Enjoy.
1: Hey family, my name's Allison C. I'm an addict. Um, I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana and I'm in the Bayou Recovery Area. My clean date is April 13th, 2010.
2: Hi, everybody. My name is Eva P. from uh, Salem, Oregon. My clean date is
3: 610-2000. My area is the Mid Willamette Valley area of Narcotics Anonymous. My home group is live for today, and uh, it's on Wednesday nights at 7:30 at Westminster Church. Come and find me. I would love to meet you.
1: Hi, everybody. My name is Donna. I'm an addict. I live in Eugene, Oregon. My clean date is Thanksgiving, 1985. My home uh, area is Lane County area of Narcotics Anonymous. We have lots of great meetings out here. Come on out and see us. Happy to be here.
4: Hello, everyone. My name is Brian B. I am an addict. Uh, My clean date is 11-18-2019. I'm a member of the WE area of Narcotics Anonymous. My home group is the Sunday morning literature meeting of NA. Uh, Come down and see us sometime. We'd love to have you.
1: Hey, I'm Jessica. Um, I'm from Berea, Kentucky, and we're part of the Kentucky Survivors Area. My clean date is December 1st, 2015, and my home group is NA As Such in Nicholasville, Kentucky. We meet Monday nights at seven.
2: Hi, my name's Paul. I'm an addict. Uh, I got clean in New Orleans, Louisiana. I attend meetings in New Orleans and the Pensacola area. Uh, my home group is the Open Mind Group that meets on Monday nights at 7.30. Uh, I'm so glad to be a part of this podcast. And uh, if you're on a relapse, come back to the fellowship. We need you.
5: Phil Addick. My clean date is 4 1995 um, I live in P- P- uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And uh, my home group is uh, Men in Recovery in Pittsburgh at the... Uh, Anal Recovery uh, Center.
0: I'm an addict. My name is Douglas L. My clean date is March 12th, 2000. We got clean in southwestern Pennsylvania. Uh, really excited that you're tuning in. I suggest that you get your basic text, a highlighter, and a pen or pencil. And uh, here we go. All right, welcome back everybody to episode 15 of the Basic Text Study for the Anonymous Podcast. We're going to begin tonight on page 34, step six. I'm going to facilitate and here we go. Step six. We were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Why ask for something before we are ready for it? This would be asking for trouble. So many times addict has, has sought rewards of hard work without the labor. Willingness is what we strive for in step six. How sincerely we work this step will be proportionate to our desire for change. Do we really want to be rid of our resentments? our anger, our fear. Many of us cling to our fears, doubt, self-loathing, or hatred because there is a certain distorted security in familiar pain. It seems safer to embrace what we know than to let go of it for the unknown. All right, so we're going to open that up for comments and I'm going to to say this. After that first paragraph there, um, proportionate to our desire for change, and I have in my basic text written in the margin you know, this is this is all about pain, right? Like a lot of times, um my desire for something it, it can really be measured by the pain that I'm feeling of that. Um, and then and then this question, do we really want to be rid of our resentments or anger and our fear and uh, and that familiar pain? It's almost like the the fear for me comes in of, of saying, um, i I don't know if it if it's if it's like losing you know, that, that security piece, that, that, that familiar pain, but it's almost like I get that fear of like, man, but, but what, what is there? You know what I mean? Like, if I, if I let this go, you know, what what's going to, am I going to like what, what takes that place? Am I going to like who I am? What am I going to do? You know, that thing, that, that, that almost saying to myself, well, well what's going to be left. Right. So I get some fear, when I approach step six and seven about that. So, um, and I think that's how, that's how we'll do step six and then roll into step seven. We'll break these down a couple paragraphs at a time. And, um, and so that's going to be my comments there. Paul, jump on in.
2: Yeah, I, um, what struck me was willingness is what we strive for in step six. So if if how it works, honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness, we saw it in one, two, and three, I was told that four, five, and six is a repetition or a deepening of that how. And so willingness is what we strive for in step six. And the willingness is to to be entirely ready. That's the only thing that I'm, it's like the decision. i how do I become entirely? And I think the word entirely is scary to people. It's sort of like fearless in the four step. You know what I mean? It's like, Whoa, 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 you know, I'm, I'll be ready, but I don't know if I'll be entirely ready. And that shouldn't stop us. Um, The fear of perfectionism or the, uh, or the addiction to perfectionism shouldn't stumble, stumble us. Um, you know, there's a willingness just to show up and to, and to write something down. That's a willingness that is sufficient for this step. Um, And and so that's one of the things, and it said, do we want to be rid of our resentments, our anger, our fear? And, And on the surface, I say, absolutely, I'm completely ready, but I'm not sometimes, you know what I mean? Sometimes that's a familiar thing to to be, a, to, to be afraid, to be afraid of the things that I'm still afraid of. And so am I willing to step out? Am I willing to hold some other people's hands and step out? Because this step is not done alone. The sixth step does not happen by yourself. It sounds like it does, but it doesn't. It is absolutely, In just like the fifth step, it is with someone and a higher power. So this is not something that I, that I do in a vacuum. So that's my comments.
0: Thanks for that, Paul. Eva, what's happening? Um, Hi everybody.
3: I um, think when I think about this step and and do we really want to be rid of our resentments and our anger and our fear and doubt, self-loathing for me, um, it's always about the fear of success and what if I, what if I mess it up, you know, what if I do it wrong, like this is all I've ever known and I'm really good at it and what if I'm not good at being, you know, something other than self-loathing, I, I don't even know how to do that, right, so, you know, um, my sponsor always says, you know, um, when you come down to the six step, it's about not about what's gonna happen next, but what happened that you wanna get rid of and letting that stuff down that we don't get to decide necessarily um what tomorrow brings, just like everything. And I don't think we do any step alone, really. Um so yeah, it's it's always for me, it's always about if I'm gonna fail at, I mean, sometimes I feel I feel like I fail at self-loathing even. <laughs> like I don't do that right. So step six is for me the meat and potatoes, the meat, the potatoes
0: and the gravy of um, the steps. Thanks, Eva. Hey, Brian, can you read the next two paragraphs, starting with letting go?
4: Sure. Letting go of our character defects should be done decisively. We suffer because their demands weaken us. When we were proud, we now find that we cannot get away with arrogance. If we are not humble, we are humiliated. If we are greedy, we find that we are never satisfied. Before taking steps four and five, we can indulge in fear, anger, dishonesty, or self-pity. Now indulgence in these character defects clouds our ability to think logically. Selfishness becomes an intolerable destructive chain that ties us to our old bad habits. Our defects drain us of all of our time and energy. We examine the fourth step inventory and get a good look at what these defects are doing to our lives. We begin to long for freedom from these defects. We pray, or otherwise, become willing, ready, and able to let God remove these destructive traits. We need a personality change if we are to stay clean. We want to change, <clears throat> and man, that touches—that touches me really personally right now because, um, you know, I've been dealing with the character defect myself, and um, you know, it's, sometimes it's tough to share. But you know, Narcotics Anonymous has taught me about you know, um, just put, put my stuff out there and, uh, you know, maybe get some feedback and don't worry about what other people think because I'm here to help myself. You know, by helping myself, I might be other, you know, helping other addicts, but I mean, I'm here to save my butt. And, uh, you know, I shared about it at a meeting uh, last night, you know, just where I'm at with some uh, sexual things and wanting to act out with with sex in ways that are destructive. And um, you know, the the way that I've been dealing with it is just kind of, you know, uh, inventorying it, you know, any listeners out there that, you know, need want some help on inventory, it's just writing it out. You know, what, what can I do about it today? Um, really taking a look at, you know, what this could cause me if I do decide to act out on it. And, you know, the only one that can really help me with it is the God that I understand. I mean, I could talk to other addicts, my sponsor about it, but I know I need to take it to the to the person that has all power in my belief system. And, uh, you know, I do wanna change, man. You know, I don't wanna hold on to these old defects, but sometimes some are harder than, to let go than others. But I mean, I have made major strides and you know, where it talks about fear, anger, dishonesty. You know, the other day I was in Walmart and I, I went through the self-checkout and I, and I had a, a pretty large bill, but there was one thing that I forgot to scan. I got out to the car And, uh, you know, I was, my old addict thinking was like, uh, Walmart's a billion dollar company. They're not going to miss a $10, uh, you know, thing of vitamins, you know, just throw them in the car and ride out, you know, but I didn't because this program has taught me to be honest. You know, I could have done that, you know, they probably wouldn't have known, you know, but I would have known, you know, my higher power would have known. So, you know, that's what this program has taught me to try to be as honest as possible. And uh, I'm
0: thankful for that. I'll pass. Thanks for that, Brian. Eva, jump on in.
3: So um, in this part, in, I'm sure you guys talked about last week in four and five, is, is, and some of them are about learning what even some of these mean, right? Like it talks about if we become humble, if I'm not humble, I become humiliated, greedy, I'm never satisfied. And, um, you know, like, um, I wasn't super educated when I came into narcotics and like I didn't understand like what patience. you know, everybody's like, you know, don't pray for patience and all this other crazy stuff. And, you know, but I wanted to learn how to, um, to wait nicely. Right. So patience isn't about, uh, about the wait. It's about my attitude while I wait. Right. Um, waiting is waiting. Patience is my attitude about that. And so I have to learn like some, like humble. Like when I got here, I didn't even know what humility meant or, you know, greed. I just thought that everybody owed me that. So I had to know the difference between what I, what I earned and what I took and um, why, and just things like that. Anger, like is the only thing, anger and happy, right? So those are the only two two words I knew when I got here. And, um, and I think that when we go through these, something that me and something that i've learned that i need to do when i'm writing these words out is to look them up and not until i know what they are i can't ask for them to go or change them right i don't know the opposite of what they are if i don't know what they are so
2: that's
0: all. good stuff Eva. thanks any other comments about paul jump on in
2: um so i was last week we we're talking about the process for me and so when I work fourth and fifth together with sponsees and that's how I was taught and then I come out with a list of patterns that I've written down while going over the fourth and fifth step and that's my character that starts to be my character defects and so and one of the questions in the workbook but this was present before the workbook was to look out what the opposite of the character defect is and that is one of the questions so uh, it was explained to me that you know nature abhors a vacuum so if i just worry about removal there's going to be a there's going to be a vacuum there and what my what, what i have to do is concentrate on what that absence needs to be filled with and this it does sound a little semantics you know like it's just wordplay but it's not it is much easier for me to be honest than to try to, n- to not be dishonest, right? So like when I, when I pray to my God, I say, God, help me be honest, not help me be not you know, dishonest or you know, help me with my dishonesty. I don't need help with dishonesty. I got that down. I don't need any help from God with dishonesty. I can, I can handle that real well. I lived my life like that till I got clean. So what I need help from my higher power with is the opposite of my character defect. I need help with being honest. And so that's the, that's the key there. It's not the removal because it says here that the removal is not my job. I don't have to handle the removal. The removal is, is God's job. What I have to handle is what are we going to replace it with Paul when God removes that character defect. And that's my job. That's me. I have to learn how to be honest, you know, and when that when that road splits and there's that choice, just like Brian just said, when that road splits and you're in the parking lot with the $10 vitamins on the bottom of the basket, that road splits and i go please god help me go back in walmart and not listen to my head that says oh to hell with walmart you know fuck walmart you know what i mean that's what my head says and i got i got to get i got things to do and i got all kinds of justifications for my behavior and so what i need help with is is to put that aside and and have god help me with that so uh, also, uh, the other thing I was saying, this is, I think, I, I think Eva's dead right here. It's, it's one of the, it's the, for me, it's the most transformative step uh, and, and it's the furthest in, right? We're, we've walked six steps in, we're going to turn around at the end of this and start walking back out. This is the deepest in the woods we are. And it's the, it's the presence of it. Four and five is the past. Sixth and seventh is the present. And I think that's why it is so difficult because you can't talk about something you did when you were shooting dope. We're talking about dishonesty in the present. Like I am dishonest in this moment with 20, you know, with 20 over 20 years clean, right? That's that's the dishonesty is right now. And how do I deal with that? And that, you know, I don't have dope to, to blame. I don't have any dope to blame. I have my addiction to blame, but I don't have any dope to blame. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Paul. Yeah, I think that I think you said that beautifully, man. It, it is so powerful to look at it that way. And I think we'll get a lot more into the action item of it and doing the, you know, doing that opposite, you know, in in seven. And a lot of times we talk about this in the context of six and seven. It's kind of like that one two, you know, the one two punch. And man, my spirit is just firing off, you know, as, as you're talking about that it sums up perfectly, you know, how my fear of identifying these things. Right. So, so it, and, 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 you know, there's a parallel, how you talk about that, the action part and where we get relief at, you're exactly right, man. And that's a beautiful way to look at it. It's not about, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to focus on not being dishonest. I'm going to focus on being honest, man. That's beautiful. And you know what, the, 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 the parallel, that fundamental principle that, that we learned getting clean is like, I'm not focusing on, um, just not getting high today. I'm focusing on recovering today. Man, it's fucking beautiful, man. Like that's, that was good, man. That, 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 that just lit me off like right here. And, and, um, so thanks for sharing that, man. That's a great way to look at it. And, and, um, and I'll make a comment here about this, our defects drain us, um, you know, of our, of our time and energy. And I have you know, written down that, that spiritual energy, you know, that, that it's almost like, you know, that, that, um, that perspective of momentum, it, it, and it's so true in my life to where if I do a couple things, man, and I get this, like how I call it, like this spiritual momentum going, right. This spiritual energy, this spiritual momentum, it's a little bit easier to do the next thing that that's helpful to my spirit. And it's a little bit easier to do the next thing. And man, when I'm on that downward trend, you know, it's, it's real easy for me to just say, well, you know what, man, I've, I've just been like right here, I've indulged myself in this. Fuck it. Why not do that? And then why not do that? And then why not do that? And then pretty soon it's like, why am I feeling this way? (laughs) It's because, you know, if I look at what I've been doing, so, um, but that's good. That's going to be, uh, my comments here. Anybody else want to jump in on those two? All right, Allison, can you read the next two?
1: Um, we should approach old defects with an open mind. We are aware of them and yet we still make the same mistakes and are unable to break the bad habits. We look to the fellowship for the kind of life that we want for ourselves. We ask our friends, did you let go? Almost without exception, the answer is yes to the best of my ability. When we see how our defects exist in our lives and accept them, we can let go of them and get on with our new life. We learn that we are growing when we make new mistakes instead of repeating old ones. When we're working step step six, it is important to remember that we are human and should not place unrealistic expectations on ourselves. This is a step of willingness. Willingness is a spiritual principle of step step six. Step six helps us move in a spiritual direction. Being human, we will wander off course. Um, yeah. Um, there's so much here. So for me. I think it's funny because everybody talks about how hard step four was and Paul had kind of touched on, you know, step four is about, about your past and it's an inventory, but step six is about what's going on presently and, and me having to look at the behaviors and stuff that I'm currently doing. And, and it says we're aware of them and yet we still make the same mistakes or unable to break bad habits. And, um, it's important to remember that we're humans, should not place unrealistic expectations of ourselves. I, I have those expectations of myself. Like I have unrealistic expectations. I expect myself to be perfect. And so this step I actually stalled out on this step for a while. And uh, it wasn't until I'd called a friend of mine who was like, I was miserable. I was beating myself up about all these things, these character defects. And she's like, "Wow, that's a shitty step to stall out on," and you know, it didn't even dawn on me because you know they say this: you work the steps, or the steps will work you. And and this one was working me. Um, and and that's what I really had to stop and and say, you know, what can what where's the solution in this? Um, and so I took that unrealistic expectation and the idea of of perfectionism and. I got real OCD with this and I made like a little chart with the character defect, what the solution was, what my behavior was, how these were related. I mean, literally, it's like a diagram. There's columns. You could put it in an Excel spreadsheet, but it helped me. It helped me look at it and lay it out and certainly set me up for the next step. But I mean... I still have to remember, and my sponsor has to constantly remind me to give myself grace because I, I I mean, I'm not going to magically be cured. I'm still going to struggle with these things, but I do make new mistakes now. I may, it may be the same defect, but it may be in a different way, but that's okay because I'm learning. And the cool thing is, is I'm able to recognize it now. And with the ability to recognize these things, I have a chance to do something different which i think is where you know that god comes in he helps me be ready to remove all these defects of character and i can see them so that's all i got
0: that's great thanks allison but you want to jump in on those two paragraphs yeah phil jump on in
5: phil can you guys hear me we can uh, wow uh good stuff um I did like the part of being human uh, we will wonder of course uh, what i I know about um, uh, my character defects uh um, and and what it, what a defect uh, is you know it, it's something that is 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 bad and and uh, it, it has no value so um to remove them all, yes, yeah. Because if I act out on them, it's gonna be something uh, bad for me or, or somebody else. That's what I have uh, learned about mine. Uh, being human, we will wander off course. I have learned uh, in this process, uh, I can have a bunch of them removed and, and things being being removed for years. But uh, the, the, the hit of being human i have learned in this process especially with resentment anger and fear i can have a whole bunch of them rush back in um uh yeah willingness to re to remove 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 them uh inserting our spiritual principles um uh can help uh i have uh the rest of my life to continue to work on uh, this process. And uh, and I'm probably going to wander off course.
0: Thanks, Phil. Eva, what's happening?
3: Hey, y'all. So right here where it says, when we see how our defects exist in our lives and accept them, then we can let them go and get on with our new life. So I think like just looking at them is one thing, but I can't give them to a higher power until I accept that they're real and they're there. And um, I think that people are like, oh, I wrote my list. And I'm like, well, that's a good start, you know? And um, but it's a good, you got to accept that, you know? And it's like, well, how? It's like, how? So you write, so you wrote it down. What made you write it? Like, what makes you think you have that? Let's really look at it. And um, and then accepting them like it's hard sometimes. It was hard, especially in the beginning, for me to accept some of the really, you know, some of the. For example, I'm I like being on a soapbox kind of thing, like righteous indignation. That's me, and it you know for a while I'm like you know that's just me helping people, and um no it's it's no it's ego, <laughs> but you know I had to learn. You know, like what was the good part of the character and what was the defect of the character, right? Because there's usually some good sides to, you know, like some rebellion is a little bit of rebellion isn't bad. It's when I take it to the limit and then over the edge and then down into the ravine and into the river and down the into the ocean. I mean, like I just keep going, like I'm in the ocean by now, you know, like I, I don't stop with it. So You know, it's, it's, we can have, we can look at all of our defects and know that they exist, but we got to accept them. We got to say, yep, I really got this before we can let them go and get on with our new life. It says it right there, you know? And of course, you know, I, I know that the most growing I do is when I'm making the biggest mistakes. That doesn't mean I like it, (laughs) right? Like the biggest mistakes in my life is when I do the biggest growth And um, it's usually the most painful times, um, because I I keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over. Right. So anyways, that was the line that got me right here. Thanks.
2: Thanks, Eva. What's up, Paul? Uh, Yeah, I I, just what Eva was saying is, is so true. I have character defects, but I am not defective. I am not I am not a bad person because of my character defects. In fact, somewhere in our literature, I was just looking and It Works How and Why, it's in our literature, it talks about that these things were part of our survival. If I walk into the shooting gallery and talk about my feelings and be honest about my feelings in the shooting gallery, it's probably not a good place. I'm, I'm probably not gonna get the result that I want. So th- it is the distortion of these principles that have, are not serving us anymore. You know what I'm saying? And so what, what is, what I need is I need a change for where I'm at today. And I can't sit around going, I'm a bad person. Cause I was not honest when I was in the, in the shooting gallery. That's not, that wasn't a place I'm in a place where honesty will serve me now. And that's why I need it in my life. I need honesty because I need that to move forward in my recovery. It's not because I'm a bad person. It's not, you know, it's not because I, I was defective or that kind of stuff. It's because I need these things that I hadn't learned at some point in my life that, that had value. Now that I have a place that's safe, I have a place to practice it with people who will honor it, hopefully. Sometimes that's not always true, but <laughs> I at least have a group of people that are trying to live by the same principles that I'm living by and we can do it together and I can learn from them. If I had to be honest in a vacuum by myself, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be profitable, but I see you doing it and you do a little bit of it and I do a little bit of it and we practice it together and we don't get hurt. We go, oh, oh, this is good. This is going to be good if I tell the truth. People are going to love me when I tell the truth. When I say what's really going on, people are going to honor that. That I wasn't in a place where that was okay. It wasn't safe for me to do that before I get to this step with these people. So just remember that if you're listening to our podcast and you're going, there's no way, there's no way. I just walked in. I'm on step one. There isn't a way right now. There is a way once you get to the step. There's people who will help you with that. You know, you will be able to do it because everybody sitting on this podcast didn't think that they could do it when they got here too. and we have, we can. So keep keep coming.
0: Thanks, Paul. Hey, Phil, could you read the last two two paragraphs for uh, step six? Yes. Yeah.
3: My name's Eva. I'm an addict. it, Phil?
0: Go ahead, Eva, and then we'll get Phil on on uh, the first couple on seven. So go ahead, Eva. Finish this out on step six.
3: Uh, sorry, <laughs> uh, Eva. Added, Rebellion is a character defect that spoils us. Here, we need not lose faith when we become rebellious. Rebellion can produce indifference or intolerance, which can be overcome by persistent effort. We keep asking for willingness. We may be doubtful that God will see fit to relieve us or that something will go wrong. We ask another member who says, you're right where you're supposed to be. We renew our readiness to have our uh, defects removed. We surrender to the simple suggestions that this program has to offer us. Even though we are not entirely ready, we are headed in the right direction eventually faith humility and acceptance replace pride and rebellion we we come to know ourselves we find ourselves growing into mature consciousness we begin to feel better as willingness grows into hope perhaps for the first time we see a vision of our new life with it with this insight we put our willingness into action by moving on to step seven this is one of my favorite paragraphs because i collect everything hope so um as we begin to feel better Willingness grows into hope, and I remember feeling hope for the first time at the very end of this step, because at the very beginning of this step, I felt very overwhelmed, but with that, just like it talks about rebellion can produce indifference or intolerance, um, but we get to be persistent with persistent effort that changes, and so I thought I can be persistent. I mean, I'm good at that. <laughs> I mean, I was really good at being persistent at finding other things so I can be persistent at figuring this out. And when I became persistent and I knew in my heart, I wanted to be ready and find what hope really felt like, what, it, not just what it looked like, not just what people, what I saw in other people, but I wanted to feel that hope. And I became so persistent that I learned that, that uh, hitting my knees and surrendering, that was where the answers were just giving it away, man, just here you go. You can have it. And, and some of them, I wasn't entirely ready, especially when it came to the dudes. like I wasn't ever really entirely ready until I got, you know, like a year before I got married, but that's a whole long story. So, you know, um, I would just, for the first time in my life, just like it says, we are headed in the right direction, right? Like, holy heck, I couldn't even believe it. I always saw that quiet, person in the back and when I when I first started coming around I thought you know they probably didn't do anything or whatever I don't know because they didn't have all that long beautiful they could memorize the book and blah 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 they were the quiet ones in the corner those were the ones later that I found out that had the hope and that's what I wanted so that's what I got out of that thanks
0: yeah thanks Eva Allison what's happening
1: Um, I, I just, one of my favorite lines in this was you're right where you're supposed to be and it's right in between rebellion and surrender. And for me, when I remind myself, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and I'm not worried about what everybody else is doing or where I'm trying to go. Um, and, and accept that, that this is, This is where I am and where I'm supposed to be. Um, I find a lot of peace in that. Um, And usually when I am rebellious and I'm becoming indifferent and intolerant, that's usually my clue that something's going on. And it usually comes from people who love and care about me who will say, hey, Allison, maybe you should consider this or, you know, have you thought about looking at this? And and I'll be very adamant, very defensive and rebellious, like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. I got this. And it isn't until I realize that, like, I'm I'm fighting this and I'm being rebellious and I am where I'm supposed to be, but maybe I need to take a look at this. Maybe there's a reason why. I'm having these feelings, um, and you know the the last sentence: we come to know ourselves, we find ourselves growing into mature consciousness. I, I feel like, for me at least, it still isn't something that I completely am aware of. It's I have moments, like moments where I do something, and I'm like, wow. Allison five years ago would have never been here or be, be making these decisions. Um, And, and those are moments where I really can see this stuff working in my life um, and, and do see the hope. So that's all I got. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Allison. Go ahead, Phil. Unmute yourself, Phil.
5: Sorry about that. Sorry. Uh, wow, that was uh, really deep, um, and uh, a lot of things are in there uh, are really hit our uh, home uh, with me. But I do like um, like that rebellion uh, is a character defect that spoils us, and uh, I, I I can relate. And uh, and then it goes on into that uh, uh, indifference and intolerance. Anytime I have rebellion in anything I do in life, it produces that intolerance and indifference. And like like our literature says, intolerance and uh, indifference towards our spiritual principles defeats our recovery. So, But intolerance and indifference with a rebellion, it defeats anything I want to do in life. I don't care what it is, because now I have lack of concern. And then it goes on to say, um, which we become overcome by persistence, uh, persistent effort. We keep asking for willingness. We keep asking for it. So then I'm going to look at the um, spiritual principle of a perseverance which that that does belong to our um sixth step uh, also so uh i i do no matter what i'm doing in life um uh, i i need to to do that because a lot of things i don't want to do you know but I, I i go ahead and do and i ask god to help me you know, you know the, the whole nine you know but but i'll, I'll go ahead and do it and then that will defeat that rebellion uh, character defect. So that's probably gonna be one of them ones um, why they threw out there's gonna be one of the ones that I'm probably gonna have a, and, um, and it's not gonna hurt anybody but me, no matter what I'm doing uh, in life uh, uh, with that one. And then how it um, ended and, then I, and I'll shut up eventually, Faith, humility, and uh, acceptance replace pride and rebellion. Okay, pride, pride. Uh, hmm. Okay, I'll look at that uh, arrogance, and then I'll, I'll look at that uh, lack of concern. But uh, but combining those, um, the, the faith, the humility, and the acceptance, I can now look at some kind of which is in the R six step some kind of self-acceptance now. And um, and that just makes it so cool, cool for me. And then I, I will have that willingness to grow in the hope, like it says, begin to feel better. Yeah, yeah. No matter what I do in life, that's all I got.
0: Thanks, Phil. What's up, Paul?
2: So I have a, I just want to read this paragraph from It Works, How and Why. And it says, we gain more tolerance for the defects of those around us as we work this step. When we see someone acting out on a defect that we have acted on ourselves, we feel compassionate rather than judgmental. For we know just exactly how much pain such behavior causes. Rather than condemning the behavior of another, we look at ourselves. Having experience in accepting ourselves, we can extend compassion and tolerance to others and I, I spent the day with a sponsee here in Pensacola and we were talking about being judgmental. and I'm still have that character defect of being judgy, you know, judging someone's program, judging th- those kind of things. And it's still part of me, but what I have to do is, is I have to not act out on some of that. I have to look, what, what is that opposite and that tolerance, you know, and, and, and the purpose for me, one of the biggest purposes of all of this work is for me to become ready to do my higher powers work in serving others, right? Douglas reminds us every podcast, that six letter word, others, right? So the per I was useless. I was a taker. I was useless to anybody around me when I got to Narcotics Anonymous. And this whole process of step work is to make me ready to be useful to be used by my higher power to make things better, right? Not to become perfect, not to become some kind of guru shit, none of that stuff. It's so that I can be of service, right? And so that's, what I'm, that's the purpose of clearing out the wreckage in this sixth step. It's not to get perfect. It's not for people to go, oh, he's, he's so honest all the time. It's not, it's not true. It's true, I struggle with all of it, continually. But I'm a better person and I am a, a better service to those around me because I've looked at these character defects. And that's the purpose of this. So, thanks.
0: Thanks, Paul. And so folks, as we pivot from step six to step seven, like we've done in the previous steps, let's, um, let's share our experience, uh, and how we actually, you know, apply what, what work in that step actually looks like. Um, that way if we have some listeners, you know, who, who are navigating this and working with their sponsor, maybe they can get a different perspective or, or maybe the same one that aligns with them. And, um, you know, how I approach six and seven what was done with me what I do with my guys. Look at, um, defects of character and, and shortcomings as the same thing, right? We don't look at them as, as something different. Now I know there's a split, um, there's a split, you know, in, in, in a, you know, some look at there's a difference between the two others don't, I'm of the perspective that they're the same. Um, and so, and so with that step six is all about like, so if we identify these, these defects and then the question becomes, well, what's a, what is the defect and, uh, and what makes the most sense to me to is, is to see that as like the flat tires in my life. Right. And if you've um if you've driven on a flat tire, you you know that you can get to where you're going, kind of. You can kind of get, but it's gonna be not fun, right? It's gonna be a tough ride, man. It it you're probably gonna mess up a couple other things along the way. And so, and so what do those flat tires like, what you know what what's the the symptoms, what like what's the indicators that we have on it's going to be, you know, painful for me. It's going to be painful for those around me. And it's going to cause static between, you know, my relationship with the higher power and those three things, man, are, are, are the highlights, the highlighter that goes over, Hey, this area right here, this is a defective character pain for me, pain for those around me and, and static between me and the higher power. And so, and that's what, and that's how I look at step six. That's the identification piece so what I do and what my guys do we we write those character defects down in one column and then the other column is exactly how does that show up in my life today like right now so how does this you know this defect xyz so how what does that look like right now and then uh and then as we roll over into 7 we'll see you know what does you know, what this, turning that over, asking God to remove it. And then what's the opposite action that we can be focusing on a lot of of what Paul was talking about. So, so I wanted to put that in context. Um, You folks want to jump in and talk about how you, uh, Alice, I thought that was super cool what you were talking about. You had that, I could see like a PowerPoint presentation, right. Of, of like, all right, this is what we're, (laughs) this is what we're rocking with. So, so that's pretty neat. Anyone want to jump in and talk about how you, uh, you know, when you put pen to paper, Allison, jump on in.
1: I will. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of did what Doug did, but we, I started out or my sponsor had me start out um, writing my actions and what the results were and what, you know, those behaviors that constantly showed up. Now um, for me, I started off I googled a defects list and some are more extensive than others so it got a little overwhelming and then I'm trying to like fit this one action into this one box of a defect and I realized that's how I came to my little chart organization but it was easier for me to write down these actions and the results and then the defects that came with them that was the second column and then the third column was the feelings associated with it, the powerlessness, fear, and then what the spiritual principle was, what the, what the solution was. Um, I think from what Doug was saying, he did something similar in his approach too, but for me, it was easier to break it down into columns and rows. Cause that's how my mind works and to be able to see it, you know, what, what the defect was, what the feelings were behind it, and then what the solution was. Um, and that certainly lent itself well to seven as well. So that's all I got.
0: All right, cool, Allison. See some some similar approach uh, with you and I there, very cool. Eva, what's happening? And then Phil. Hey,
3: so, um, so I, um, I do it the same way as Alison because, well, we work together, but I have some sponsees too who have some learning disabilities, you know, and um, so with them, I take some different approaches that, um, because, I mean, the steps are all the steps, but we have to, I, I feel like some of my sponsees, you know, like I said, they have some learning disabilities. They don't have a lot of education or I didn't when I got here, you know, um, didn't graduate high school so um we sit down and write you know we look up the list we we talk about what they are i have them go to a dictionary sometimes you know just and i don't want to overwhelm them so i sit down with them and help them but sometimes if i give them too much at a time and it overwhelms them they're out the door so um, but when I very first came, the way that Donna and I did it, she does it out of flat book. Um, and then we write the list from step four based on some behaviors or all the behaviors. You know what I mean? And the list is there. Um, but two, to sit down, I have to sit down and pray over each one of them with my higher power. Like what good part of this character, if any, do I get to keep? you know, like rebellion, I get to keep a little bit of that, because I'm a sassy girl. And I, you know, that ain't never going to change. It's just about how I use it. And if it isn't hurting anybody, you know, like if I use a little bit of re- rebellion, like I am against COVID, right? I use some rebellion against COVID this week, you guys, like for real. It took some strength that way. So I have to to to, de- to define each each one And if there's any good and any bad and separate it for me. And then I get to say, you know what, God, take the rebellion that hurts others away from me and allow me to keep what I need to, you know, what I, what serves you as my higher power, not myself anymore. What character, what part of this character defect serves you and if any, and, and I get to separate that. So Um, it's hard, I think, for some to really sit down and like talk about dictionaries and all this, it gets overwhelming, you know, so um, I've had to kind of adapt sometimes just to what people can and can't do, you know, I have a girl right now who she, she can't, anyway, we don't look at spelling, I'm just like, write it how it sounds and let's do it, you know what I'm saying, like, they think it needs to be perfect and in a chart. And if it's better for them to just say, um, you know, anger, hurt, you know, whatever, you know, just random child words, I don't care, you know. Um, but I think people have this expectation that they're gonna have some beautiful list of these character defects that come like it does out of treatment. And, and sometimes it's just like, I hurt people. I stole, you know, I I hit people things like that, you know? And, um, and I just try to keep it real simple like that. So that's all
0: I got. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks Eva. And to, just for that reference, when, when Eva was talking about that step four list that, that, that you can roll right in the six, it's on page 29. It starts with guilt, shame, remorse, and ends with fear and denial. And that's a, it's a fabulous way to, to, uh, to dive into six. So we're going to, we're going to have um, Phil and then Brian and then Paul
5: Okay. You guys hear me? You hear me? Okay. Uh, wow, um good stuff. Um the the most important thing of um of um step 6 for me was 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 really after doing uh 4 and 5 with that um that spiritual surgery they talk about. Um the inside job thing uh talking about and just the euphoria that I was trapped in coming out of step five, okay? And um, once again, uh, the sponsor to move on into step six, to do some writing, to, to look at some things in that, uh, uh, I got this, I'm doing good. And I thought I was because I felt so good you know, there it was, it was like a feeling that I've never had uh, uh, after that step. But, but uh, I keep thinking about in our literature, talk, and when it talks about in, um, in, in uh, step three, uh, uh, when the euphoria wore off, we saw the ugly side of addiction. When that euphoria wore off in recovery, I got to see the ugly side of me. And that's what happened. I could all, always see defects and things, problems with other people. I couldn't see my own until that happened. And when that happened, I got bum-rushed by a whole bunch of character defects. And uh, only to I could clearly see my own defects and understand what they were then, uh, then I was ready to do some writing and, and really get, get with the sponsor and uh, go over some things. But until that happened, um, you know, I thought I was all right.
0: Thanks, Phil. Brian, what's happening?
4: Yeah, um, just to kind of go off of what Allison said, you know, anytime that I, I have a question about something or I'm not sure the answer, you know, my immediate thing is like, go on to Google. So whenever my sponsor, you know, had me working this step, um, you know, here I am faced with all these defects, you know what I mean? Like fear, anger, a uh, big one for me, procrastination. You know, I always put things off. So then I had to go on and look, you know, okay. So if here's the defect, you know, on the other hand, you know, what's the, what's the opposite of that? You know, how can you, how can you treat this? How can you solve it? So, um, you know, just for an example, uh, procrastination, uh, it, it went something like try not to put off anything important until tomorrow, which can be done today. You know, especially if it's recovery. That's how I related to it. You know, like tomorrow's never promised. Uh, you know, negative thinking. Anytime when I was in active addiction, man, that's all I thought about was negative you know, anything, it it was always going to be a bad day, and uh, now I try to, you know, think a little bit more positive, Um, you know, one thing it said is, uh, if I keep doing the right things, you know, that God will bless me, and, uh, you know, just try to stop doubting things, and uh, I think that's where the hope comes in, Um, you know, like Evil was talking about, like, I know that if I stay clean, man, the hope is, like, not, not only can I get the day clean, but, like, life's going to get better. It might not be perfect, but, you know, if I keep putting the right foot forward, like things are going to improve, man. And, and, uh, you know, I think that's the real hope of the program itself and perfectionism. I always try to be perfect, man. And when I fall short, I get down on myself, but you know, I try to realize that, you know, like the literature talks about we're we're all human, you know, we're going to make mistakes. And uh, I always love when, when my sponsor says, uh, I love this saying. He says, "Uh, put pick up the feather, put down the bat." You know, stop being so damn hard on yourself all, all the time. And uh, I, I'm glad we're talking about this tonight, man. Because just looking back at, at what I wrote down, you know, I need to get back to this. You know, so I'm my forgetter. You know, is, is pretty good, but uh, it's a good reminder to get back and to start working some of this stuff and applying it. But uh, with that, I'll pass.
2: Thanks, I, uh, Brian.
0: What's happening, Paul?
2: I uh, just I, I work it most of the time. I'm working it out of the step working guide and um, just operationally um, questions ten through fourteen. Or list each defect, give a brief definition. In what ways do I act on this defect? When I act on this defect, what effect does it have on myself and others? What feelings do I associate with the defect? And then what would my life be like without this behavior? Which spiritual principles can I imply instead? So that's pretty commonality to what everybody shared. What I just find operationally is it's better to answer each question of those five questions on each character defect so that you, you know, Dishonesty is the character defect. Answer all 10 through 14 on that and then go to the next character defect. Don't answer 10 on all of it and then answer 11 on all of them and then 12 on all of them because it just becomes, you're you're switching back and forth. And, And if you answer all of those five questions about each defect, you kind of wrap it up together. So that's just operationally, that's how I approach it with sponsees, so. But look, it's notice it. <laughs> what's how's it affecting you? What's the what's the opposite? What's the, what would be something? How can we be different? It's all the same. It's all part of the same plan. And, and I do. I love Allison's anything with a spreadsheet's right up my alley. So uh, I love I love a good spreadsheet. So Excel yourself to recovery. That's what I say. So thanks.
0: Yeah, thanks, Paul, and and. Uh, yeah, that's really good and, and and one thing when Brian was talking, I think that's that's a really important thing to keep in mind you know this is this is a season right if you're if you're writing out a, a six step, it is a good season to you know to pick up the feather right and, and to put put down the bat you know and, and and there are some seasons where maybe that's not the best thing that we can do right because we for me you know I, I live in the extremes. Right. You know, and, and, and if I'm if I'm doing if I'm living in the extremes, as something that's harmful for me and other people around me and my relationship with the higher power. Maybe I don't necessarily need to every time, you know, be dusting me off with a feather. You know, sometimes like I need you people to say, all right, man, look, you know, you, you you're crying to me right now and you have been for the past month and a half. You haven't changed anything. I'm not surprised you're not either. That's not a feather. Right. That's not a fair. Fe- I mean, the way we say it, you know, it's nice and soft, a little pat on the ass or something like that. But, you know, we need, you know, sometimes we need to say, look, man, you know, no, no, no wonder you're feeling that way. You should be feeling that way. And yeah, then but- other times, man, other. Go ahead, Paul. Come, come on, on. Come on with it, Paul. Come on with it.
2: Confrontation isn't a bat. Confrontation isn't a bat. Right. That's a bat doesn't it. it, it confrontation can, is a scalpel. It, it cleans, mm. it scrapes, it dissects, it removes. A bat just hits stuff and destroys everything around it. I need confrontation. I need you to say the truth. I need you, but you don't have to hit me with it. You can slice it out delicately. You can slice it out. You can tell me the truth you know, and don't confuse opinion with truth. Yes. That dress makes you look fat is opinion.
0: Is it though, Paul, is it written? No, I know. Easy is. guys. Easy. I'm just saying that very lighthearted. Look. <laughs> it, is.
2: it is. It's opinion. <laughs>
0: right. Right. No, I think, and that's a really, that's a good point, Paul, about, about it is the approach sometimes, isn't it? Yes. It's the approach and maybe the motivation good. behind it. That's good.
2: Yeah. It's say, if I say it with love, it's it's not a bad.
0: That's good, man. This,
2: this is what I see. I'm telling you the truth. It's I, I'm telling you, I am confronting you with the reality of what I see. My I might mm. be wrong too. I have to be, I have to, you know, I may not have the answer, but I'm gonna give you my best and tell you the truth about it.
0: With the desire for for with change. the desire for you to change right to, to grow and to experience some change, not me coming out of my own shit. Yeah. Right. Because that 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 would be the bad indication. Yeah. wouldn't Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. Well, thank yep. you for not coming at me with a bad paw. <laughs> 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 All right, folks, any final comments before we wrap up the episode in step six? All right, that's going to do it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 15. Um, next Sunday, we'll start uh, step seven. Thank you for walking with us on this journey. Please reflect on what was discussed and apply it to your life. Share this resource with anyone you feel led to do so with. Tune in next time as we'll pick up where we left off. We'll chunk these in hour-long sessions. Namaste and God bless.